All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. I'm joined by not the Patriot today, but the super fan, Stan. Good to be with you. It's been a long time again. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, good to be back. Unfortunately, uh, it's not so good to be in the country right now because we're talking about the Delta variant. Oh boy, I am just shaking. I'm so scared of this <laughs> variant. So, super fan Stan, um, I don't really know what there is to say anymore. I mean, uh, I guess at what point did you believe this whole pandemic was just nonsense? Did you believe from the beginning? Was it a week? Was it a month? A year? I mean, how long did it take you? It's probably last May. Like it <laughs> so, about when, a month or two. It started in February, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the, the disease is real, like SARS, and the flu basically is what it is, but... You know, the media consistently blows us out of proportion, and it's just, it's unbelievable. They're still going strong. They won't let up from waves, first wave, second waves, to variants, to it's all this bullshit. They just keep going on and on, and people fall for this time after time. It's Yeah, it's frustrating, and uh, you work in an industry that's big on pharmaceuticals. I mean, uh, I think that this is about a money grab for the pharmaceutical companies. Get everyone to get shots. They get booster shots now, which is more money. 100%. Uh, you don't have to give any details, but in your experience, is the industry that you're in, do they, are they actively promoting getting shots, basically? Oh, yeah. They want, you know, everyone that walks with it. Let, let's talk before COVID, actually. So I used to run the flu shots flu clinics for my company and we used to go to meetings and you know uh, we would have reps there from Pfizer and you could tell how you could just tell how fake they were <laughs> now all they wanted is the money like oh we gotta encourage everyone that walks through the door to get this flu shot and you know you're saving lives oh, okay you might save one life but well maybe that's mine or you could save a couple but you know, this is the flu. People get the flu. People survive the flu. People could die in a car crash. People could die from flu. Like, yeah. It's just total control, hypocrisy, propaganda, all nonsense. Yeah, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, they make money when people buy their drugs and take their shots. So they're going to continue to encourage people to take drugs and take shots, regardless of what the medicine says. It's To me, it's all money. And it's amazing seeing these customers time after time again. One of them you know. <laughs> and uh, like they come in twice a day sometimes for their regular prescriptions it's like these doctors and the pharmaceutical companies are all in cahoots yes I'm sure some people need some medicine but like coming in twice a day five yeah. times a week like you're dependent on these medications yeah yeah it's a real problem probably something that isn't discussed enough um, I, did, I don't know if you remember the the medical salespeople that came in, were they really good looking? Uh, it was actually shockingly mostly guys that we oh, had. Wow. So, you know, I don't look at guys in that way <laughs> because, again, I'm not the media. <laughs> I had heard that. that those people that have those jobs are usually like supermodels and knockouts. Yeah, if, you know, you see that on TV, on TV shows, usually some hot girl just trying to sell drugs. And, yeah. Well, you know, if I guess if a supermodel was coming in to where I was working, you know, maybe I'd... Yeah, I would tell her to her face, yeah, I'll take it, and then when she leaves, 
feel like I'm not taking more medication. Although I'm probably the one that should be on medication. <laughs> I don't take anything. Yeah, so uh, uh, you don't have to disclose any information, especially if you don't know it, but I believe that all of these medical facilities, drug stores, they're all sending our or people's vaccination information to the government. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think our company has because they're tracking the counts now. And how many so do you think that they're keeping track, like do they know that Adam Hammer had the shot on this day and it was this? Like does the government know? Yes. I so they, so they, they are they, tracking. I guess we'll tell the, uh, we have this program called NextGen and I believe all pharmacies are linked to this and I'm sure the government has access to this. and So we can see if you know, a customer gets it at another store. Ours is really just linked to our company, but we do transfers from other stores too. So you can, I mean, you can pretty much do a lot on there. Yeah. Now, how much pressure has there been on you and your uh, coworkers to uh, provide proof of vaccination? And has there been any exceptions? I mean, have they said you're fired if you don't get a shot? No, our company said at one point you need a vaccine if you want to go maskless. So, you know, okay. I showed my proof and uh, we could go maskless. However, a month later we have to go back to mask even if we are vaccinated and showed proof. So, no, you don't get fired for not being non-vaccinated, but you have to wear a mask. But everyone right now at this moment does, so maybe next month it'll be back to that. Just nonsense. Just total nonsense. Yeah, and I think one of the things that concerns me is it seems like the government or private businesses are going to mandate that customers show vaccination status. It seems that's where it's going. But are we really going to go to, like, say, Applebee's or Wild Wings and they're going to proof us at the door every time? I mean, maybe for a couple months, but that's going to have to stop eventually. I mean, we're not well, just going to be. COVID in, would stop eventually. <laughs> it's 2025. I'm walking into Wild Wings for chicken wings, and they're going to say, "Oh, show me your car." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a piece of paper. Right? It's going to deteriorate. Right. And how would any of these restaurant workers even validate that it's real? Sure. They would just so have uh, to see a card or the Excelsior Pass on your iPhone. Yeah, I don't want New York. Well, I guess New York State already knows my status, but I really don't want to tell them any information I don't have to um, very sad situation very sad and you know we just you know these stores or we just listen to Fauci and the CDC even though they're wrong 90% of the time they've been wrong this whole time yeah you know I was well, listening to our local radio station WBEN because I'm obsessed with it and they had a doctor on and she was saying, oh, these people were in the emergency room and they had COVID. And she's like, this, this lady was like, I did everything properly. I stayed home. I wore a mask. And yeah. she had severe COVID. Yeah. And then she's like, her, her friends are all running around maskless, not following any rules, and they're fine. Yeah. So either way, I'm sure some maskless people get COVID, some don't. I'm sure some masked people get COVID, some right. don't. But it's, it's all 50-50. But, but just yeah, make up I, these fake rules. And... Uh, I think this is the biggest thing that the government is keeps suppressing is that people who have been vaccinated have getting been getting sick and they can spread it to other people. So by that definition, it's not a vaccine. 
It's not like you get a polio shot and then you get symptoms of polio and pass it on to other people. That's not the way it works. And again, since, what, probably last May, June, the South, Texas, Florida, have been fully open, non-mask, and they've been fine. And there was no variant talk back then. And now all of a sudden, you know, with the vaccine, we have all this variant talk. And I just, I've had enough. I've had enough. (laughs) You have the Florida governor going on the air saying this is totally ridiculous, like us. And I fully support him, and I hope he runs for office, for president. (laughs) If it's not Trump, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Uh, I don't know if you saw, they asked Biden about DeSantis, and he was like, oh, Governor who? (laughs) I did not see that. And then Ron DeSantis came back, and he's like, no, I'm not surprised Joe Biden forgot me. The big question is, what else has he forgotten? <laughs> yeah, he just has Fauci in his ear. And Fauci tells him, probably calls him 12 times a day and says, oh, say this. And yeah. he'll be like, oh, I love you, Fauci. I'll say whatever you say. Well, this is something that I hope uh, doesn't happen. But the uh, allegedly there's a rumor. Hopefully it's a rumor. Hopefully it's not true. Hopefully the information is wrong. But that Joe Biden is considering another lockdown. Another 15 days to slow the spread. Do you remember that one? Even though 15 days will turn into another two months. Another. Well, I'm sure years. these southern states will not fall for this crap. Yeah. The thing is, I'm we're sure in New York. That's yeah, the problem. I'm sure we'll fall for it, but you know, as long as I can get my car and drive out of state, <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> I don't. That just seems insane to me. I mean, they're going to create massive unemployment again. <laughs> I mean, you, you drive down Transit Road, the boulevard, you see all these stores and restaurants that have closed in the past year. Yeah. You do this again, you're going to lose more businesses. Do we not know what this economy's run on? Apparently fake money is what it's run on. Oh, yeah, I would just hand out money, so I guess people don't have to have jobs and work. Well, uh... I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, I thought it would be over by now. It never seems to end. It seems like a permanent pandemic, and I don't, I don't know what the end game is because there's always going to be a very. Yeah, we always talk about this. What was it? The nineteen twelve, nineteen eighteen pandemic, yeah. and it was a year, and it was over. So why are we still dragging? I mean, it's twenty twenty one. You would think we have better technology than nineteen eighteen. Shouldn't <laughs> we speed this up? And even if this was a terrible, terrible disease, that by the way, again. This this is a year and a half, and they're still saying this has killed 0.001% of people under 65 without any underlying health conditions. Yeah. So under, and we're panicking. We're shutting down the country for this. And that's the other thing with the variants. Every time the, the virus mutates, which by itself means the vaccine won't work because it mutates, but... <laughs> But it gets weaker. It's a less of a risk. I mean, you could still get sick, but it's less of a risk. It's just unbelievable. I just, I don't know. I mean, this is just causing people to jump off a cliff. I mean, we could have shut down for two weeks, and we should have solved it last February. And if I hear the word science one more time, I (laughs) I will lose my mind. Because the science is actually in our favor, telling us to open up, open schools, don't go maskless. You know, yeah. spread this a little. Get it over with. Weaken it. Yes, get a vaccine if you want to. If you don't, fine. Yeah. Let's just get this over with. No more CNN. No more Fauci. <laughs> enough. Yeah, enough is enough. And uh, I don't know. It's depressing to think about. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully uh, something good will happen. But 
right, if you if I had to tell you a date when you think this would all be over and you wouldn't see masks <laughs> again, what would your prediction be? Well, I remember being here in April of 2020, <laughs> and we would have said all about a year. Definitely, it's over. It's not over. And then everything looked good. This Fourth of July, we're finally. Yeah. Even the president said, "Oh, Fourth of July, independence from yeah. coronavirus." And we're sitting here. What is it? August seventh, a month later, mm. and it's just total backwards. The, I think the only way that it ends is that the Democrats have to be defeated politically, and that won't happen until November of 2022, so you have at least another year. That's a long time. And then, <laughs> and then, and then if they lose, it's, it's just going to go on forever. Yeah, it'll just be a never, because it, it benefits them politically, so they'll just keep the, the permanent pandemic. So, I mean, we're already trillions of dollars in debt. We're just going to keep handing out money? We're, <laughs> Why can't we get two hundred fifty million? I could have had a good time with that. <laughs> and we've been the ones working through this whole thing. We've we've worked more than the average person. I personally work fifty hours a week. Yeah, well, you're in that field, so. And nothing. I got no incentive for it. While people are sitting home making more, yeah. and it's it's very depressing. Never trust the government. That's the best lesson. So. Well, um, I think we covered what we wanted to cover, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Any final thoughts for our listeners? No, uh, I think I told you this, but you heard uh, Biden say uh, 350 <laughs> million Americans are fully vaccinated, even though there's only 323 million U.S. <laughs> citizens. So, what a bumbling fool he is. I mean, okay, give him, he's got dementia, and that's sad that he's old, but he should not be president in that state of mind. Yeah. Although the vice president's worse, so I guess we should <laughs> keep him alive. As you would say, we need to keep him alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, stumbling Joe. But All right, well, uh, for those of you, we welcome any comments that you may have. You can check us out on Podbean, Rumble, Parlor, and... Uh, I don't even know what Rumble is. Well, you're going to find out soon <laughs> enough. So uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.